entertained. We're this not. This is Hot Chick Eric, and you're listening to the Saucer Chug Podcast with Johnny Chilbasa. This is Lance Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones with Johnny Chilbasa. Saucer Touch Fantasy Football Ferocity Week 11. We come to you now as we head into the home stretch of the year. The Fantasy Football Year as we head to Week 14. But before we get to Week 14, we got to wait for a computer to reboot. And it's Mission America's Commissioner coming at you. He's the guy sitting on the pedestal. He's the guy in the bully pulpit. And he's ready to bring it to you. Hello, Mission. Hello, Mr. Kilbasa. I hope your computer's reboot, and I hope it was a literal computer, not maybe between your ears. Week 11, week 11, week 11. I got to tell you something, Mr. Kilbasa. I got, of course, I got my two questions, but I got to tell you, I did a little uh, review last week, and Missy. Mr. Kilbasa and the Champ Butcher are money. And I just want to tell America, make sure your crayons are sharpened, your pencils are ready, because it's going to be fast and furious. Now I have a question for you, Mr. Kilbasa. Do you mind if I have two questions for you? Yes, sir. Now that I rebooted my computer, I might be able to answer just such a question. It's All right, my first question, Mr. Kilbasa, is there a football minute in our future? Very simple question. Let me see. Give us a little love there, will you please? There you go. It's a time for a fantasy football minute for week 10. Where I'm going to give it to you straight and I'm going to give it to you narrow. I'm going to give it to you 60 words per minute. And we're going to do it to the theme song from... The classic video game, 10-yard fight. <laughs> week 10 in the NFL. Let's just call the whole thing off. Week in college. Go get your turkey week in America. Your upper Oconee Boo Dog sat it out. Thanks, COVID. Your Magic City Dirty Birds sat it out. Thanks, bye week. Your Midtown Bumblebees moved it back. Oh, this is getting old. What the hell am I supposed to talk about? Cheeseburgers. Your downtown Panthers started hopping, couldn't climb the mountain against the Mountaineers. Antonio Brown won a game against a surveillance camera. Me. Me. Ronald Jones had 192 yards. Touchdown, top of band. Three TDs and a whole lot of fantasy points. Two on the Dolphins are six and three. Do your thing, kid. Drew Brees got some barbecued ribs. America's team, the Cleveland Brown Road. 40 mile an hour wins. The two 100 yard running backs with an ugly victory over an ugly team. Mark Aram's New York football giants pulled out one against the Eagles and pulled into second place in the NFL least. NFC least. Can you believe it? Turn that frown upside down. Danny Dimes is back. And Monday night, a battle of two average teams in the NFL North Division. Bears, Vikings, and I think the Vikings won that game because the Bears suck in the end on the Monday night football. Did that pretty good for riding a cold. I did that pretty good for... Your, uh, your skills are extraordinary. Now I have another question for you, Mr. Kilbasa. Yes, sir. If I met. If I may, the, the football minute always sets, it, I get pumped up, I get excited, I enjoy the heck out of it, but there's one thing and one thing and one question left. What is or what are 
the, the odds and the potential that we can invite the champ, that we can invite the voice of reason, Champ Butcher, to really, really get this party Week 11 style started. What do you think? <laughs> and from the ether, we're Hello. conjuring her with her awesomeness. Kicks in after eight bars, everybody. And here is the butcher, the vegetarian butcher. How you doing, vegetarian butcher? I am well, you know, considering there's not enough fire extinguishers in the world to put out my dumpster fire of fantasy football. I'm enjoying you guys calling me the champs for. And without further ado, we're going straight under the butcher block. Again, I'd like to start out with apologizing to Mr. Drew Brees. I did not mean to put the kibosh on him and get squished and broke five ribs and a punctured lung. Sorry. Sorry, uh, you're not coming back in two weeks like to predict. I don't see how that's even possible. But my apologies, my apologies to Mr. Breeze. Um, as Mishy likes to say, the you know, next uh, what what did you call it, Mishy? The next uh, sacrificial lamb. Sacrificial lamb. It's funny. You should bring that up. Uh, Justin Herbert is playing who? Quite possibly the team in green from the Meadowlands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going to go? Ugly and uglier and ugliest. Yeah. He's the real deal. I, uh, I think he is up there with the likes of uh, some good quarterbacks. So I like Justin Herbert a lot. I like him against the Jets. I'm wondering, though, if we're going to actually get a full season in, given that COVID is just running rapid through the NFL. I think the Raiders benched a whole bunch of more uh, defensive players. So those are my questions. Those are my uh, observations for the week. And again, my apologies to Mr. Droopers. What's up? There you go. You saw it laid before you cold, and you saw it chapped into little pieces on the butcher block. Asking the question, setting the tone. Getting there done. Thank you. Thank you. Butcher, this, 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 is, this is Mishy now, and I appreciate the shout-out in between the segment. I was almost ready. What you said about the COVID, Mr. Cabasa, what, what, what the champ said about the COVID is completely real. And the NFL has put in condition, I don't know what the military term is, DEFCON 99. And they are saying we are trapped. We are, we are using the strictest COVID protocols that we have given you. Evidently, there's room for a little um, give and take. But they're taking that all away. Wouldn't be surprised if these guys live in hotels for the rest of the room, rest of the season, and not see their family. Wouldn't be surprised at all. And I think we'll have some football in week 11, Butcher. I really do. I think we're going to have some football. 
Um, a lot of these tests are contact uh, tracing sort of tests. You know, you were close to contact with Kibasa. All of a sudden, you had a, a sausage sandwich in your hand, and we had to slap it away. <laughs> you know, the vegetarian butcher doesn't take partake in such things. But I, I think that I think we're going to play some football this weekend. I think we are this weekend, but it is getting worse and worse. And it's, I just looked it up. Uh, eight Raiders, at least eight, are on the COVID reserve list ahead of the Chiefs game, which should be a, an epic game if people can stay healthy. But. What's going to happen, Butcher and America, Mr. Kilbasa? These players cannot practice this week. And then they're going to be all of a sudden have negative, negative, negative tests. And say, okay, you can do the Saturday walkthrough and play on Sunday. The competitive disadvantage has got to be huge. Got to be huge. Taking yeah. remote meetings is far different from working out with the guys. And as far as the gamblers of the world go, to me, that is a solid advantage. Would you not think so, Butcher? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so everyone take notes. Take notes. Call your friends and the 99 states other than the one I live in, well, 99, the 49 states other than the one I live in. I got 99 and states it, except the one I live in. And, and I, that I can put a bet on except the ones I live in. So, you know, it's it's something to be mindful of. It's rained havoc on my fantasy football season. And yet, Butcher, as, and yet, Butcher, as we said here on the Sauce and Chat, I, I had a little playback. I got a little feedback. Mr. Kilbasa, I got a little feedback from America. And you know what the feedback was on my text messages? Ten wins this week, guys. And then I got a thumbs up and they sent me a dollar through Apple Pay. Sons of bitches. But, <laughs> and I, and I kind of double checked and we quite a few fantasy touchdowns and the players, very few players missed that we spoke about. And that's that's some that's some pretty good sausage out here in a fantasy football ferocity, Mr. Kabasa. Thank you very much for the platform. I'm sure people are starting to pay more attention. It's a beautiful thing. Hey Butcher, I think he's pressing buttons. What do you think? I think I think he's a button pusher. That's what he does. That's what he does. And I'm and tickling the to- ivories forever. Get used to it. <laughs> I will just keep talking, Butcher. But who, who is who is Denver playing this week in, in the National Football League? What's your schedule? What's your home team schedule? We are against the fish, Miami. Hmm. Any news on the quarterback status, the health of uh, Mr. Locke, or is he like broken in pieces like Drew Brees in, in week 11? He only has bruised ribs. He doesn't have broken ribs or a punctured lung, so... He didn't practice, but uh, he's probably gonna probably gonna play. Wait, he didn't All have right. a pun- the, the the reports of his punctured lung was uh, not true. It was a typo no, from the Drew Brees. It was a typo from the Drew Brees report. Seriously, yeah. I I don't think he. Uh, I think no, he, Drew Lock will be kinda, fine. Yeah, he just has uh, bruised ribs. Oh, yeah. And you still got you still got troubles though. Um, Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, as nice as they are, butcher. You're gonna which one of those two are you gonna start this week for touchdowns and fantasy love? Top fifteen running back fantasy love against a tough, tougher, getting tougher I, even still. Miami defense. I have them both on my bench. I'm not Please. starting either one. Um, 
And why? So you're are you doing this based on the matchup, or are you doing this based on the injuries at quarterback, potential injuries at Denver, or you just got a feeling that that's not the way you want to go this week? I'm just trying to stop the hemorrhaging at some point, and I am <laughs> I am just you, done. You done you you say hemorrhaging. I'm on a two game losing streak. I say hemorrhaging. And I'm not even talking to you, Kabasa, because you're winning games. This is be- you keep on the captain keyboard. What's your what is your hemorrhage look like in, in week eleven? What what kind of are you like on a bigger losing streak than yours truly? I spot everybody oh, yeah. a day on the waiver wire, and I still get the right picks. <laughs> I'm on a four game losing streak. Oh, it has to stop. Oh, yeah. It has, it to, has stop. to stop. It has. It has. So to stop. I got famous Jameis Winston in my lineup. I picked him up. Wow. I don't know what you think about that. You were the brave person who picked uh, famous Jameis up today. Yeah, I did. You, and you drank the Kool Aid. You're telling me you drank the Kool Aid. That was sir. at this point. I'm about ready to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, Mr. Kavasa, what do you think about uh, the free agent pickup of famous Jameis? Is it too obvious, or should people be a little leery? What is your opinion? It's a, it's a, it's a good bet to take. You know, it's not a long, long shot. There's a good, there's an okay chance that he could do something. You know, if he has a good game, he has a great game. If he gets in gunslinger mode and he doesn't, and he manages not to to throw four picks, he can sling it. All right, Mr. Kavasa, I know we're going to skip and go back to the Denver game. But just for the sake of argument, Jameis, famous, famous Jameis Winston, plus or minus 25 fantasy football points this weekend, right off the top of your head. Yeah, so you're asking me if if, if, uh, the Butchers made the right call, basically. Um, No, I'm asking you, I'm soliciting an opinion. Who are they playing? Please. They're playing the ATL in in New Orleans. Man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. All right, Butcher, you're going to have to tune in a little bit later. So let's talk about them Denver Broncos. All right, Butcher? You know, that's that's what I think that's a teaser and some suspense by Mr. Kibasa. The Miami Dolphins are playing a nice brand of defense, a turnover every week, pretty solid. Um, with Tua, how do you say his last name, Mr. Kibasa? Tagua Villalova. I just keep on wanting to say Mecca, Mecca, high, Mecca, hiney, ho, but obviously I got to start learning this young man. Come on, name. it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's the running back? A kid named Ahmed. Sal- What's his name? Salvan Ahmed. <laughs> I don't know if he's from France or where his parents are from, but he is the starting running back. Took over um, last week, had a decent game. I don't have fantasy love there. The question is Devontae Parker. Is he the must start? Is he the guy who's going to change the game from the Dolphins? And Butcher, I'm here to tell you, Devontae Adams, you're going to have to be worried about this week. But I think this game will be pretty close. Why? Miami on the road, rookie quarterback, looking to win his fourth game in a row to tie a National Football League record. And that sort of thing doesn't happen very often. And injuries or not, I'm looking for the Denver Broncos to be in this game. Literally, figuratively, and Sunday afternoon in this ballgame. And it's going to come down to a kicker. And I would start both kickers in this game. Mike Kosicki, any fantasy love for the tight ends? Do tight ends get over on the Denver Broncos, Butcher? Oh, let me guess. Let me guess who she thinks is going to have a good game. (laughs) Go ahead. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, um, maybe Noah Fant, maybe. Nope, no he's not in my he's not in my lineup either. Uh, I, I don't have a Bronco in my lineup. Okay. That is that is like sharpening the butcher knives and reversing the curse, people. That's what that is. I'm just sharpening knives and reversing the curse. You gonna stay with that all weekend, Butcher? Or are you are you prepared to stay with that? Reversing the curse and never playing one of your starting players in week eleven? Or one you know, of your favorite teams why players. not? Why the fuck not? Because all my other, you know, theories have just been, you know, thrown out the window. So why not? Okay. You know, for a small fee, Mr. Cabasa will give you private notes on, on players to start and stop. America. Five dollars to what's that uh, Instagram address, Mr. Cobasa? That's Johnny Cobasa Rocks. That's Five dollars do. is on the way. Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Because America, quite frankly, out of the three of us, Mr. Kabas is having a great fantasy year. And that's my segue, Butcher. Do you mind if I segue in a minute to let the um, 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 the, the greatness that is a 2020 John Kabasa fantasy football team just take the stage? And Mr. Kabasa, tell me something good about your fantasy football teams in 2020. I What's take happened? what they give me. That's what I do. I take your strengths and I use them against you like in judo. Like you come out and you're like pushing against me and I just toss you right over my shoulder using your own momentum. Kabam! Because if you're going to play me, you're not going to score. You might have scored 120 to 130 points last week, but that was last week. This week, you might break 75 if you're lucky. You we're still watering you the playing early. field. You you still watering the playing field. Any so trick no good in the book? Okay. Anything right. trick in the book? <laughs> Butcher, this is the first year. This not the first year that Mr. Mr. Kobasa has been in this position, but this is by far the most civil we have heard of him in this winning, winning, winning fantasy football position. Very nice, Mr. Kobasa. Very nice. We're uh, yeah, blame we're, COVID. Blame COVID. No, I personally have a bit of jealousy and quite a bit of envy because I've been scuffling, and as you said, the butcher's been scuffling as well. It's uh, it's what you got to stick with. It's week eleven. You know, you have the consolation cup, you have the championship round of the playoffs, and in one of my leagues, I got to stay at a ninth or tenth place. I've lost a few games in a row, and we're competitive, but you're no bueno. So I'm going to, uh, you know, that crap about rededicating is a bunch of shit. I have just, you know, I pay attention to do my things. Sometimes you get beat, you know, with, hey, there's a lesson for America. Sometimes you get beat and you just got to say, okay, let's move on. And I got week 11 to move on, which is pretty good. And I need to win 11, 12, 13. I need to go on a four game winning streak and butcher. So do you. Mr. Kibasa. Mr. Kabasa, that's the nature of the game. Um, I, I'm going to be quiet for a minute, and I want to hear what y'all have to say next. <laughs> I know this. Thanks the, for the odds us. Were, the odds <laughs> were amazing. The odds were amazing on that bet, people. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Let's take a look. Let's take a look around the National Football League because you know what? It's time. It is time 
to start thinking about playoffs. And if you start thinking about the playoffs in the NFL, or you're thinking about the playoffs in fantasy, you got to see who's going to the real playoffs. And here we go in the AFC. And we all know the Steelers, Chiefs, Bills, and Colts are leading their respective teams. But what do we got going there from 5 on down to 10? Of course, you've got the Las Vegas Raiders sitting there at 6-3. and three. Dolphins are 6-3. and three. Ravens are 6-3. and three. Browns are 6-3. and three. Tennessee Titans are 6-3. and three. And then it drops off a little bit. Browns don't have tiebreakers against anybody, but still. That's the hunt that we're looking for. They're booking towards the finish line. Can the Browns sneak into the playoffs for the first time in 800 years? We're liking hashtag America's team, hashtag the Cleveland Browns this weekend against them Philadelphia Eagles. Is that what you're telling me, Mr. Cook? That's what I'm telling you, Mr. Mishy. You know, Butcher, that the Cleveland Browns, have been playing that running style of football that we like so much. 100-yard running backs, no Odile Beckham, so the ego or the diva is not in the room. And they're they're playing a pretty good brand of ball. Um, we, push, showed up to, we showed up to golf league with a three-iron in our hand. It's like, you know what? <laughs> I can hit this three-iron dead straight every time. It's the only club I'm going to play. It might, uh, I might do okay. I might not, but you never know. But that's all we're doing. We're hitting three irons off the tee from from 80 yards, and that's it. You can bring your putt. So you're, you're saying I should have uh, Landry in my lineup? <sighs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> just checking, just checking. Yeah, he'll, be, oh, uh, he'll have three be. receptions for 15 yards. Yeah. You see, I, yeah. I looked at the long-range weather butcher, and it's not going to – you know, Mr. Kilbasa and, and the Cleveland faithful will have a nicer day than they, than they did last week. I think you got a competitive game coming up here, Mr. Kilbasa. I really do. I think that uh, the best play of the week, in my opinion, here is the Cleveland Brown defense. One more time. You know, I love these defensive plays, but Carson Wentz is a turnover kind of guy. He can get sacked. I think Philadelphia has got uh, more turmoil. I guess they're, they're a two- or three-win team with a tie. And uh, although the Browns may win this game, the fantasy love, the final score, somebody scores 20 points and they're winning this game. So you might be right to uh, hedge your bet on Mr. Landry, but the question is whatever America wants to know. Is it Nick Chubb? Is it Kareem Hunt? Or is it both running backs dominating the scene one more time this week, Mr. Kavasa? What do you think? They're going to run it until they get stopped, and then they're going to pass it, and then they're not going to do so good <laughs> passing it, and then it's going to be 17-14 going into the second half of the fourth quarter, and you're going to be like, oh, God damn it. Neither of these teams want to win. And your your Cleveland Brown team isn't your punter and your long snapper, as well as Mr. Conklin, your free agent offensive lineman, all on the COVID list going into My this punter, game. Uh, who's our backup punter? I don't even know. Baker Mayfield for the money he's making. What do you think? <laughs> how, how would punter. that be, Butcher? How would that be, Butcher? You go back there and it's Kareem Hunt punting. You think that's a fake punt? <laughs> yeah, probably. We're you just know, going for is, it on fourth down every time. And that's have you noticed that, Butcher, that that's been a trend in the National Football League? Fourth and four, we're going for it. Doesn't matter where. It's uh it's one of those happenings in twenty twenty that's that's really tough for me. Um in Philadelphia, 
Mr. Sanders is the running back, had a nice game last week, 100 yards, no touchdowns. Touchdown maker this week. Carson Wentz is the big question mark. Who's he going to throw the ball to who's healthy? Mr. Cabasa, any idea? Any idea what Philadelphia is going to do? The tight ends is still Richard Rodgers. Um, there's there's word that Goddard is coming back. There was word this week that Zach Ertz is coming off, is starting to practice, and he'll be playing again, which is fascinating to me um, because I didn't think he had anything anything to give. Fulgham has been a surprise. He's a good pass catcher. If you're in a PPR league butcher, Greg Ward is probably the biggest surprise in this game in America. For a dollar, Greg Ward scoring a touchdown and going to have at least 90 receiving yards and about nine catches. He's going to be a PPR player. And at the same time, it's going to take 20 points to win this game. Um, uh, you start in Carson Wentz. If you had Drew Brees, are you start in Carson Wentz, Butcher, are you going to look elsewhere? Uh, I'll look elsewhere. All right. All right. I can agree with that. Mr. Kilbasa. I think uh, Carson Wentz will be have one touchdown, 225 yards, 30 yards rushing, and there'll be 12 guys with a better game. And one guy who's going to have a better game is your man, Baker. <laughs> Please open the front door, Mayfield. Um, Mayfield is a 22-plus scorer, and for a dollar, he is running a touchdown in and going to Bogart one of Nick Chubb's touchdowns. Because, Mr. Cabasa, I know you're starting Nick Chubb this week, so you can take one more touchdown. Much like Everybody's last starting week, Nick Chubb this week. And and he may um, – I think this might be, you know, the Kareem Hunt end zone sort of game where all you Nick Chubb lovers is just going to be a little short and going to have to accept 10 or 11 fantasy points as opposed to your expected 18 or 19. And contrary to what Mr. Kilbasa says, Javaris Landry is catching nine passes, is going to break the 100-yard mark, is finding the end zone. And Cleveland is, you know, three touchdowns, if four touchdowns. Without their punter, potentially, it's going to be more of a field field position game. Because Philadelphia can do some things, but I'm starting the Cleveland Brown defense this week to be a difference maker. A double digit, four or five sacks, one interception, low scoring fantasy defense that I can I can hang my hat on with the potential with the potential for a pick six because Carson Wentz gives the ball up. Well, I'm what, what do you Browns. mean a potential? The, are you going to declare them as a defensive touchdown? No, I or am not? Uh, because I'm taking I'm taking the butcher approach to my fantasy football team, and I am starting the Cleveland Browns, but I am not I am not going to you know double hex, not going to double jinx. I'm just going to say it's there. They could be a 17 point score. But I think they'll be like a nine, ten point score and be a pretty consistent thing. I've been calling for fantasy football defensive touchdowns for weeks. Last week there was one in the whole of the National Football League and one kick return for touchdown. So I'm saying to myself, you know, Mishy, Mishy, read between the pixels here. And uh, so I'm just saying potential for TVs so far, Mr. Kovacic. That's how I'm approaching it. And if I get some real feeling, I'll let you know. But maybe I've been stretching a little bit, and that's the problem with my fantasy football team. <clears throat> Butcher, you got two wins coming to you, three wins coming to you this weekend. I think I think you're going to be hot this weekend, whether you like it or not. I appreciate the confidence. <laughs> Champ for a reason. The voice of reason for a reason. 
the voice of reason is the reason for the season. <laughs> now, now, Butcher, I know you're a busy woman, but can we spend a minute on uh, the uh, aforementioned Los Angeles Chargers playing against my uh, New York football Jets? Do you have an extra minute? Absolutely. You expressed your love for Justin Herbert. All right. Yeah. Best player on the best player on the field against the Jets team that is not, you know, you know, they had a nice game a couple weeks ago before the bye, but they've also had two weeks to let reality set in and they're tanking. Um, the running backs in Los Angeles, Kevin Ballage, who's been cut by two or three teams in the last two years, took over, took over and behaved as an RB1 one of the top 10 running backs and maybe one of the top five running backs in fantasy football last week. Am I looking, am I looking for a touchdown from uh, Mr. Ballage or am I saying to myself, Josh Kelly's going to get out of the dumps. I think most of America has, has dropped him. Who is my running back that I'm going to pick up here? Am I going to start saying Ballage everybody dropped the Ballage? No, uh, <laughs> dropping Josh Kelly. Oh, Hey, I'm trying to say his name right. You want me to call him, you know, Kalen? Ballage. Ballage. What a great, what a great running back name when he came out, but he's been tossed around. Touchdown maker this We're going to run some ballage control offense. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. What was the question? Is, uh, are, are we going to see a running back uh, score touchdown against my Jets? Ballage was ballage was picked up this week. Had a nice game last week. Or the people who picked him up going to put him in and instantly start him? Touchdown maker, yes or no? No. No okay. touchdown for no, the ballage. No. Um, Keenan Allen, plus or minus 17 fantasy points this week against the New York football Jets. Yes. You have to. And he's probably the only wide receiver you're trusting. And Hunter Henry had a nice game last week. Um, any love for back-to-back touchdown weeks for Mr. Henry from either of you? No. Yeah, I think that's that's pushing it. Well, based on this, we're talking about a fairly a potential for a fairly low scoring game. Um, the Chargers, what do they got? Two wins. What do the Jets got? Zero wins. Let me try and do some math. <laughs> One, two, 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 two wins between the two of them. And if we were in Los Angeles with tickets to this game, America. I'm telling you, we're going to the beach. We are not going to, you know, if we were allowed in, we are not going to go to this game. If it's at a party at a friend's house, we'll think about it. But we're going to the beach, people. This is one of those, this is one of those games that are played for next year's draft pick positions. And a little bit of love on my Jets to the running back, Perrine. Thank you very much. Um, who's the quarterback for my Jets this week? I don't think Darnold's playing for a while, so it's the bearded one. He's got another showing, uh, Joe Flacco. Perrine, if you picked him up and you have to play him, good luck to you. You're, you've lost more games in a row than I have. Jamison Crowder's coming back from injury. Any any trust or any love for Mr. Crowder this week, people? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Bashard Perryman. Bashard Perryman had one good game, went on a bye week. Anybody expect a back-to-back performance of this from him? I know the answer. No. Nah. Um, <laughs> and there's a rookie named Mims who's still a rookie, and everyone's uh, one of the best overrated tight ends coming into the season. Chris Herndon. Maybe 
very well be a touchdown maker in this game. Is anyone going to pick him up? No. Are the Jets going to score one touchdown this week? Yeah. All right. And I could, I could, I can see, I can see like a 24 10 ball game and San Diego gets their third win, but they beat the Jets and everyone else does. Butcher, is this about the line of thinking here? Or what kind of game is Herbert going to have in your eyes? Is he going to run one in, throw two in? What do you think is going to happen? Yes. 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 So that's three. That's 18 points for the touchdowns. Another 250 yards because it's going to be easy. And uh, I'm going to take Mr. Ballage as being the surprise pickup. And I'm going to throw him into the touchdown club. <laughs> and uh, we're going to watch the Chargers. You know, these are not going to be John Hadle versus Joe Namath games. This is going to be Dan Fouts versus Bobby Brister or whoever the hell he played against. You know, if it was, you know, Dan Fouts against Ken O'Brien, we'd have a good game. But whoever Kevin Ken O'Brien's backup was, it's over. It's over. My team is really bad. And I don't I want to stop talking about it. Mr. Cabasa, I'm gonna be quiet now and see what you all have to say. Butcher. Yes. <laughs> We've had a great time tonight. You're welcome to stay as long as you want. But uh, I appreciate that, boys, but you know. Duty calls and oh, work to do. here she goes, the, the star, the Hello. butcher block, and the giver of the kiss of death. Who's got the kiss of death this week? The Jets. The Jets have the kiss of death. I know that's not a stretch. I know that's not a stretch. <laughs> Herbert's gonna run all over. Oh no! All right. Well, butcher, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Have a good night. Good night. Oh, no. There she goes. Back to where she came from. Laying it down Heart again, Mishy. Laying it down again. That's a beautiful thing, Mr. Kobasa. You know, I really enjoyed talking to the butcher. I didn't realize the champ was scuffling like she was. I thought everyone's playing winning fantasy football in this group but me. No, I'm the only person playing winning fantasy football in this group. Yeah, I, I misspoke. I said that backwards. Well, maybe I didn't. I forgot what I said. You said it backwards anyway. and forwards at the same time. You said it right. I was just saying oh. that, you know, what really was going on, and that's me. Mr. Kabasi, you know, if we play Name That Tune, all we're going to sing is number 108 and see what you want to dial up from it. That's what I'm talking about. 108. Okay, well, let's go to the giant dial of tone. I was all the way up in the 600s, so here we go. Yeah, come down and come back to us a little bit, Mr. Kavasa. Come on back. Oh, it just happens to be what I, a little bit, a little different about what I was playing earlier, and that's accordion. Yeah, I, I love the accordion. I liked it. We, we can call it the uh, fantasy football ferocity. Three minute. Which is monsters, man. I'm just going to call out numbers and you play your things. And whenever you're ready to go, Mr. Kabas, I'm, le- I'm, I'm ready to go. Right there with you. There it is. All right. What do you say, Michi? We strap on our cleats, helmets, and go into the lightning round. I'm prepared, Mr. Kabas. I'm looking forward to this. Um, I um, I will go wherever that private jet and magic takes me. 
the bosses. I'm ready when you are. All right. Let me get my timer all ready here because this is what we do here in Fantasy Football Ferocity. We go around the league game by game, and Mishy breaks everything down for you. We already talked about a couple games, but if he needs to say more about a certain game, we let him because he's America's commissioner. (laughs) And we're going to go start off on the Thursday nighter. They're not calling this one off. This has got a potential to be the game of the week. The Cardinals of Arizona heading into the Pacific Northwest to take on Russell in his new cologne and the rest of the Seahawks of Seattle. Bishy, let's talk about this one for three minutes starting now. You talked about Russell Wilson and his new cologne. What's it called? INT? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's been scuffling quite a bit. This game is uh, for a good piece of uh, first place in the NFC West. Cardinals 6-3, and three, Rams 6-3, and three, Seahawks 6-3. and three. The Seahawks have quite a bit of trouble since their running back, Chris Carson, went out. And they have another injury to uh, Mr. Lockett, a wide receiver. This is uh, not a good week to be a Seahawk. The Arizona team, as we saw last week, uh, had a completely exciting game with a Hail Mary victory at the end. And quite frankly, um, that was that was really exciting. Kyler Murray is probably the top uh, quarterback in fantasy football. You got him. You got to start him. He's going to be the best quarterback on the field. And that's saying something because Russell Wilson's pretty awesome. Um, Kenyon Drake came back last week, uh, rushed for 100 yards, did not find the end zone. America, don't listen to the knuckleheads. Kenyon Drake is a must-start this week. Must-start. Potential for double-digit TDs and 100 yards is is, is certainly not out of the question. Um, I find it very interesting because uh, DeAndre Hopkins was having a decent game until that last play, and that was a heck, a heck of a catch, a heck of a throw, and a heck of a W. Um, this week, DeAndre Hopkins is a must-start. This week, Christian Kirk is a must-start. And Mr. Kielbasa, just between me, you, America, Oslo, and Red Hook, and all the crayons that are scrambling right now, Christian Kirk is going to have a bigger game than Mr. Hopkins. Just put it down. Just put it down. And there's one more touchdown maker in this game, Mr. Kielbasa, you're going to like. Um, I try and get his name right. I want to call him something else, but I think – the tight end's name is Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold. For some Arnold. reason, and for some reason, I'm thinking about you know somebody who was on Roseanne for a little while or married to Roseanne, but yeah. I just keep getting it backwards. You know, um, I'm liking I'm liking a big scoring game. Las Vegas has his game at 57 points, which is just a boatload boatload of points. You got Russell Wilson; he's let you down the last couple of weeks. You got to start him. If, unless you have a super option that doesn't exist, you have to start him. Carlos Hyde is off the injury list, Mr. Cabasa. And if for some reason you got a little bye week problem, Carlos Hyde is probably sitting there and, and not only could, but will provide double-digit points. And I wouldn't be surprised if he finds the end zone. Um, with Tyler Lockett hurt, and this being Thursday night, there's no love for David Moore, Freddie Swain, and all the attention will be on DK Metcalf. And you got him. What are you going to do? You're going to start him. Is he going to have a great game? What are you going to do? Damn right he is. You're damn right he is. If I had him, I'd start him for sure. 
And uh, at the tight end position, you know, you got your pick. You're not taking up any of those fellas. I wouldn't. St- I would start the kicker. I would start both kickers, really. And none of these defenses are going to have a big show. I think the Cardinals are going to win the game by a couple points, take over first place in the division, meet the new boss. Not quite the same as the old boss. And that's Thursday Night Football, Mr. Football. Thursday Night Football. We always like it. Let's hope they get to play some more games for the rest of the season because we need it now more than ever. I can go for a piece of pie right now, Mr. Football. If you want pie, you should be thinking about Sunday afternoon. In the Big Easy. Oh, did we? Do you want to talk about that one, or should we? No, it's a beautiful thing. And can I pick number two one four? You got it. Well, I'll, I'll uh, touch on that throughout this game. Let's just go back to Atlanta at the Saints. We already know about Drew Brees, but we don't know anything about Atlanta. I don't think, or do we? Yo, there's a few things we're going to need to know about the Falcons in this fantasy football week 11, Mr. Kielbasa. Let's talk about it for three minutes. And I'll play the synth, the 214 on the underneath and behind. fantastic. Not in front of, not on top of. No, no, right there with it. We're ready to go. Um, Somewhere, uh, someone on this uh, particular podcast said the Falcons are going to win out. They're at three and six, and they're playing the best their best rivalry game, and they're playing the New Orleans Saints. And New Orleans Saints uh, have, you know, Mr. Cabasa, the New Orleans Saints has, have not allowed a rushing touchdown since week four. And so all love for Todd Gurley is doesn't exist. If you in a pinch, you put him in your lineup, you're doing so at your own risk. Very well may cost you a fantasy football game. Um, Julio Jones is the must start and he's going against a nice defense uh, and a nice defensive backfield. Still a must start. Calvin Ridley is hurt. The word is no one really knows the word. If Michy has any saying it, Mr. Ridley is playing this weekend. We'll have an average game. I'd put him on the bench. But the player, if you're in a tight end pinch, our man, our man Hayden Hurst is a touchdown maker, perhaps a double touchdown maker for the Atlanta Falcons this week. And it's going to be remarkable because I'll say it now because I'll say it later. Falcons are going to be in it to win it against New Orleans in an empty Superdome or wherever the heck they play, Mercedes-Benz Dome. Ford and Saints. Famous Jameis has not been announced as their starting quarterback at $1.1 million. Davis Hill at $10.5 million per has not been named the starting quarterback. Depending on your fantasy football league, Taysom Hill may very well be listed as a tight end. And if he is, pick him up, plug him in from now until Drew Brees comes back again. Just, just do it for Michigan. If your league has him as a tight end, do it for Michigan and and feel the fantasy love because he's going to get some heat. In this game, we can see famous Jameis and Taysom Hill do something that hasn't happened since Coach Landry played Craig Morton and Roger Staubach. They may split time in this game like an old college Steve Spurrier sort of thing. And 
you know, I got a lot, I got a lot of respect for famous Jameis, but uh, if he scores you 20, 20 fantasy football points, that might be a lot. The running back, Alvin Kamara, is a touchdown maker. You got him. He could be an MVP candidate. Latavius Murray is a touchdown maker. Michael Thomas still is not right. You got him, Mr. Kabasa. You're going to play him. More power to you. More power to you. But I like Emmanuel Sanders coming off the injury injury list to be um, the dominant fantasy point maker of the two. And as we all know, no one's going to start Emmanuel Sanders over Michael Thomas. So I see some I see some craziness happening in this part of the world. Both defenses aren't going to be worth a damn. This is going to explode. One of the best rivalries in football, the Atlanta Falcons and the Orleans Saints. And sometime in the near future, I've seen these teams in Atlanta. I would like to see these two teams in New Orleans. And I, quite frankly, Mr. Foster, we can get in your private plane and go, but they're not going to let us in. What do we do? We move on. We move on. We move on up from the bitter NFC South rivalry of the Southern States. All the way up to the nation's capital for a game. We don't know what to think about either of these teams. Actually, we know what we want to think about Washington. We don't know what to think about Cincinnati, but the football team is inviting the Kentucky Bengals on down. Not that far of a way of a drive, but Washington, Kentucky. What do you say, Michelle? Let's talk about it for three minutes. I'd like to say uh, three numbers to you. Oh, what was that? 322? Two, two, two. All twos. Two, two. This is like your quintessential 80s synth tone. That's super. You know, that makes sense. They're going to play in Washington. You know, what the heck? In the 80s, Cincinnati had a good club. I'm starting my three minutes right now. In the 80s, Cincinnati had a good club. In the 80s, Washington had a good club. And in 2020, Mr. Cabas is laying out that 80s sort of thing. People, in this game, there's going to be a lot of offense and there's going to be a lot of points. Joe Burrow is the best player on the field this week. You got him. Don't worry that his 15 points about last week. Don't worry about the rankings of Washington's defense. Joe Burrow is a multiple, let's try that again, a multi-touchdown thrower, probably going to run one in. One of the top fantasy quarterbacks this week is is a young man named Joe Burrow. Joe Mixon probably is not going to play, so what are you going to do? You're going to take your man Gio Bernard, you're going to stick him in the starting lineup because Michi told you to. Touchdown, yes. Over 100 combined yards, yes. Does it sound like last week? No. But does it sound like me saying he was going to do it last week? Yeah, this week, Gio Bernard is a must-play. Hey, Gio, what you been doing, man? Tyler Boyd is going to be a a fantasy gold in both PPR and in standard leagues. Touchdown maker. T. Higgins, touchdown maker. And Randy Bullock is is not going to score you 15 fantasy points. He is going to get you seven or eight. So what are you going to do? You're going to keep him in your lineup. I think think the Bengals are in a nice position to do – you know, something they, they, they need to do. They need to win their third game of the year. They're not a playoff team, but they need to play really good football to close this season. And they show flashes of it. And against the Washington team, 
that can throw for near 400 yards and not have a throwing touchdown? What did we say last week on this particular program? Mr. Smith, as a starting quarterback, chucks the ball to his running backs more than anybody. And Mr. McKissick, as we said on your program here, Mr. Kabasa, as we said on this program, uh, Mr. McKissick caught like eight or nine balls, and he, he had about 14 of them thrown to him. Mr. McKissick is your start. Mr. Gibson found the end zone last week. This week, Mr. McKissick is going to find the end zone for the Washington team football, otherwise known as the WTFs. Thank you very much. We talked about starting Mr. McLaurin, had a decent game last week, did not find the end zone this week. He will also find the end zone. We're going to have points. We're going to have an interesting ball game here. And Logan Thomas, we've spoken about him. I'll tell you what, he's a nice play this week as a top five fantasy tight end. He really is. And there's going to be excitement in this game. It's going to be uh, the ball will be moving in the air. The Cincinnati Bengals will score some points, and Washington's going to be forced to keep up. As such, Mr. Smith, who threw zero touchdowns last week, will throw for close to 300 yards and will put two balls in the end zone. McKissick and McLaurin are going to find those balls. And the team from uh, Northern Kentucky, the Cincinnati Bengals, are going to uh, pretty much put a fork in the Redskins. And uh, they're going to win this ballgame. They need it more, and they will win this ballgame. And they will do just what I described. And that's all that's going to happen in the nation's capital. Can you play me number 442 and get me the heck out of D.C., Mr. Cabasa? Sure thing, brother. Forty-two, dialing it up on the wheel of tone. Ethnic PD. Okay, whatever that means. But, (laughs) but, but, but. (laughs) <laughs> but the uh I, I don't know and uh does, does that mean you know what that means mr Kavanaugh? yeah i mean it means we're America. getting out of town and we're heading on down to carolina where the panthers are going to be hosting the cardiac kids steak sandwich city detroit lions I don't know what what, what to do about this one, Michigan, because I mainly because I don't want to have anything to do with it. <laughs> Let's talk about well, it for three minutes. Started now. Certainly, certainly. You know, we're ready to go. We're ready to rumble. Um, what I find interesting about this team is both stored, starting quarterbacks are questionable. As you know, our man Matt Stafford has a disloyal. Well, he has a tendon that doesn't quite fit right in his throwing thumb, but he's scheduled to play. Um, on the other side, Teddy Bridgewater has a couple leg issues, has a couple rib issues. He's pretty beat up. Um, both in the early news are scheduled to play this game. I personally not so sure about that. Both teams have about the same record. Both teams kind of suck. Um, this is a game. This is a game that's going to be only for the diehards and the fantasy football players. DeAndre Swift, as you've been saying all year, has finally turned into the stud. He is a must start. The problem um, um, with Detroit, aside from Stafford's thumb, is, you know, Marvin Jones was a nice player. He's a little banged up. Marvin Hall picked up some real slack, and I'll just send you a dollar if you picked him up last week. And uh, the real news, Kenny Galladay's back at practice. Um, if he plays this week and you're in a pinch, go ahead and put him in your ballgame. Um, Hawkinson is allegedly going to play. The injuries are adding up for Detroit. As such, DeAndre Swift has running back 
rookie of the year, perhaps, is going to have his best game as a pro. And it's going to come against the um, Carolina team that has about three wins. And you don't know who their quarterback is going to be. The most interesting name here is a young man named P.J. Walker. He was in the XFL, Mr. Cabasa. And he was the best player in the XFL. I got two two ways these predictions are going to go. If Mr. Walker plays, Carolina wins by 20 points. If Bridgewater plays... Carolina wins by less than a touchdown. As we move on, Mr. McCaffrey's not playing. Mike Davis was supposed to carry or save your bacon one more week. Did not happen. Shave your bacon. And even save the shave the bacon, sure. Um, DJ Moore was a touchdown maker. Um, I kind of thought Robbie Anderson would continue to have a game. I was incorrect. This week um, against Detroit, Robbie Anderson is still in play. DJ Moore is definitely in play, regardless of who the quarterback is. And if you're stuck with Mike Davis because you've had him and you again had all that good bacon from him through the early part of the year, go ahead, show some guts, start him. He's going to reward you with a touchdown, and everyone's going to be happy. Carolina's winning this game. Detroit is still looking for a new coach. Might be looking for a new quarterback and uh, Steak Sandwich City. We love you, but Carolina and and that uh, that that lovely barbecue they make out there is going to take care of business in Week Eleven. That's they it. keep it mustard based. That's why we like it, and we also like nice. getting out of town to Michi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where are we going next, Mister Cabasa? And you can rotate the magic dial of numbers. I'm going to let you. I'm going to ask you to pick a number. Just flick I'm it to the left okay. or flick it to the right. I'm. Uh, there we go. I'm. I'm not looking. I'm spinning the wheel, and I'm coming down on three thirty-four. House. Right. House. You know. Oh, that's going to be nice. Man. Take us. Take us to where we're going. What do you think? All right. Gundabag Wags. As we head from Carolina straight down to Jacksonville. Oh, come on, Jaguars. I picked them last week, Michigan. They almost pulled off the upset of the year. This time, they're going home, and the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers are coming to town, and they are primed to get upset. Here we go, Michigan. Let's talk about it for the, three minutes. Uh, we had um, we had a really nice uh, thing going on in that uh, Jacksonville game. Mr. Cabasa, did you know that our favorite rookie, our second favorite rookie running back, James Robinson, had a touchdown of about 28 yards to the right side of the field, called back by penalty, potential for nine or ten fantasy points. Later in the game, he had a, like a 17 or 18-yard touchdown run to the left side of the field, another nine, eight, nine fantasy points. And that was a difference maker, not only in my fantasy football game, but in that Carolina, I mean, excuse me, that Jacksonville couldn't finish Green Bay in the upset of the year last week. Penalties on the offensive line. And it's terrible to say, but that's the way things go. Um, this week, this week against perhaps the best team in football, coming down to Jacksonville, the weather's nice. It's not uh, Western 
Pennsylvania weather. Um, what's, what do you think? What do you think? You think Jacksonville has a little bit of love and they could potentially pull another upset this week, Mr. Phil Boss? Yeah, oh, I would love to, to see it. I would love to see it. Love to see it. I have, I have uh, no one's picked up Jake Luton. He had a decent game, had the potential for more. James Robinson um, had 18 plus fantasy points removed from his score last week. And this week, that's not going to happen. James Robinson's going to be the difference maker in this game. DJ Chalk needs to show up in a major way. You got him? Go ahead, go against the tide and start him. I would, I would even venture to say, if you're in a tight end pinch, our man James O'Shaughnessy, Jimmy. five catches, five catches, fifty-five yards, and two balls will be thrown to him in the end zone, hey, giving oh. him an opportunity and giving him an opportunity to to shock the world. The Steelers at uh, nine and zero. Oh, could be very well looking at a one and eight Jacksonville team yeah. the same way yeah. the Green Bay Packers did last week. And I'm going to press the button, see what our friends in the desert think about this. And right now it's a double digit number. Jacksonville's getting 10 points at home. Oh. And that, I'll tell you what, people, double digit numbers to me, week 11, upset city, baby. Upset city. Ben Roethlisberger is supposed to play America too dumb to hurt is the phrase that comes out of this program. And it's true because big Ben is that guy. He is in my opinion right now, the MVP of the NFL oh, in 2020. God damn it. And who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it this week against Jacksonville? He might get schmacker dobbered in he may. I'm just telling you, there's every chance in my mind that Mason Rudolph is going to play this game, but not for the reasons people would suggest. You got Ben Roethlisberger. You're loving what he's been giving you. And America, I'm just here to tell you, you ain't getting it this week. I think that for whatever reason, Pittsburgh is going to be sloppy. Ben Roethlisberger will have more interceptions than touchdowns. Let's put it that way. James Conner, good luck to you. Enjoy Florida. You might want to be playing here someday. Below average game. You got them. You're going to suffer. Juju Smith-Schuster, you got the biggest ego that no one wants to talk about, and I don't like you anymore. Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is a nice wide receiver, um, and he and Claypool are making up a pretty dynamic team. For my money, I'm putting on Deontay Johnson as the touchdown maker. Chase Daniels. Up, he's gonna you're gonna suffer. And Eric Ebron is just a name in um just a name in my memory book. I dropped him. Touch, I dropped him last week. Just a name in my memory book. And the Steeler defense, one of the top three defenses in fantasy football. It, welcome to Florida. You're not in Pittsburgh anymore, and this is my upset special of the week, Mr. Kilbasa. I am all over Jacksonville. Just because, just because. What do you think about that? All right. Well, I guess I'm gonna double hoodwink you and say let's put something on it. <laughs> oh, I'll be happy to. I'll okay, be happy I'll to. take Pittsburgh, and I'm not giving you the points. Just like I didn't take any points last week. Can I have half of them this week? No. Instead of ten. Oh, I can't. All right, that's fine. I'm taking Jake Luton. I got two, I got two wagers for you. Quarterback 
Jake Luton's going to have more fantasy points than Ben Roethlisberger. Second wow. one, running back, James Robinson will be the number one running back in this game. And the third one is, I got Jay Villa shock the world, and I will donate $500 to your favorite charity. If you're right, and no, and you will donate a thousand to mine. Based if, on what if we you know. you have to get all three of those for me to pay, is that what you're saying? Sure, Jacksonville wins for a reason. Jake Luton has more points reason. than Roethlisberger, and James Robinson will be the best running back in the game. Yes, sir. Okay, you're on. There you go. And of course, we all hey. know my charity is Johnny Cobas's front pocket. <laughs> well, I will. Uh, I'm going to send mine. Uh, I can't do what uh, I can't do what Cleveland LeBron the James gone. did, but mine goes to the Boys and Girls Club of uh, Greater Florida. Okay, Greater Florida, Greater Florida. <laughs> yeah, like well, there's got to be a central fund. Yeah, this is greater, uh, the Greater Florida. Florida area. The Greater you know. Florida. Pit, you, hey, know, you know, I live in the Greater now. Florida area. It. it could it be Georgia. It could be Mississippi. It could be Alabama. Yeah, the South Florida Carolina. Area. Whichever's. Whichever one's the closest to my house, that's all I want to know. I'll look it up later. The number I want next is 566. Get me out of Jacksonville. Yeah, let's get the hell out of Jacksonville for a second here. Keep on running. Hey, it's a Patty Lynx theme song going on here as we head from Jacksonville up to Baltimore, Crab Cake City, taking on the Tennessee Titans who are smarting a little bit. Baltimore's got something to prove. Oh boy, this could get this game could get ugly, Michigan. We're talking about the Baltimore Ravens. Hosting the Tennessee Titans for three minutes here on Fantasy Football Ferocity Week 11, everybody. Yeah. And Johnny Cabasa rocks. Let me just tell everybody that one more time. Um, both teams are 6-3, and three, Mr. Cabasa. The uh, Titans seem to be scuffling a little bit with their discipline and their defense, which is surprising. The Ravens seem to be scuffling a little bit with their offense and What's crazy to me is I root for a team with zero wins, and I'm calling two, six, and three teams scuffling. It's remarkable. Every game fantasy football. Fantasy football love. Ryan Tannehill against the Ravens is counterintuitive. I am telling you, Ryan Tannehill is a top ten player. He's on your roster. Put him in the ball game. Put him in the ball game. Derrick Henry. Um, I said it last week. He didn't find the end zone, but he was a hundred yard rusher. Derrick Henry is fine in the end zone in this week. A.J. Brown, last week, Mr. Cabasa, on on this exact program, I said A.J. Brown's a touchdown maker, about 100 yards. Do you know that on the third play of the game, he dropped, dropped a touchdown wide open for, from about 55 yards out and did ungats the rest of the game? Nothing, not a zip. And as such, I'm, I'm going to say Mr. Brown has a makeup game. Corey Davis has a makeup game against his defense. Both men are fantasy worthy. I doubt you're going to start Davis, but I would start A.J. Brown. And for all you Janu Smith uh, lovers out there, and I happen to be one of them, he is not your play this week. 
He simply isn't. Um, that is something Baltimore is going to take away. This is going to be an exciting game. This is not going to be a blowout. Um, both teams are, like we said, scuffling here just a little bit. You got the quarterback in um, in in Baltimore. You know, you got Lamar Jackson. You're wondering, why am I getting 15 fantasy points? It's not because he sucks. It's not because the team is bad. It's just the nature of the beast, and they're responding to it dynamic football player and teams have been doing a good job at that i would say i would say this week that mr jackson is a 22 to 24 yard fantasy football guy and i'm going to go so as far to say lamar jackson's rushing for 100 yards and at least one touchdown in this game i think that blind willie sneed is not going to be a touchdown maker although he was last week and you called it um, I think Marquise Brown is a man to look for. I like Mark Andrews as a touchdown maker and Marquise Brown to get his yardage. And if he busts one, it's going to be a big one. And I mean like 85 yarder. And I, it's a couple days before game day and I'm still kind of working on that. So America, if you're looking at Marquise Brown combo with Lamar Jackson, keep that on your radar because it's in the air. I just haven't decided. And in the running back room in Baltimore, good luck to you picking who you want to start. People like Dobbins, people like Edwards. Mark Ingram is coming back. Therefore, they got three guys. Therefore, they have no guys. I, I look for this game. Um, and people are starting the Baltimore Ravens defense, defense this week, Mr. Cabasa. It's going to be the worst plays of the week. Oh, you heard it here. Okay. You heard it here. This is, going to, this is going to be a close game, a competitive game. Um, and then maybe some fireworks in this game. 30 points to win? Absolutely. The love that we just described fantasy football-wise, book it, Dano, and get me the heck out oh, of Oh, book it, Dano. Let's get the hell out of there. This is that ugly part of the country. <laughs> Let's go. Well, this time of year, it could be nice. It's going to be nice out there this weekend. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go somewhere where it's probably going to be even nicer if there's no hurricane going through. But, oh, thanks for the win, Houston Texans. I, I, sorry, I thought you guys were a good football team, but not so much. But the New England Patriots seemed like a good football team last week or so it seemed. So let's talk about the Texans and the Patriots for three minutes. Four and five versus what? A uh, two-win Texan team? Texas, uh, the Houston Texans, they're in big trouble. As we spoke of last week, uh, new coaching, new organization, new ownership, new public relations department, same old mess. They, you know, anyone who's saying that uh, the Houston Texans have lived up to their potential, not only in the game, but in fantasy football, you know, you're as delusional as Michi because Michi America, quite frankly, thought Deshaun Watson was going to carry this team above their limitations. And I was completely wrong. I had benched Deshaun Watson this week, Mr. Kilbasso. Wow. And I made, I just can't get over that he is just a 15 to 22 point. And on a good week that may happen one of these weeks, uh, 27 point fantasy score. We just don't know. And New England's defense, although they've been scuffling, I'm still benching them. Duke Johnson is the starting running back. Highly disappointed for the last little bit. Had 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 been banged up, of course. But Duke Johnson, you starting him? No. Will Fuller is your um, surprise pick for a lot of guys. I cut him early. 
He's had a decent year. He's going to have to have a major game for the Texans to compete, and I don't see it. Brandon Cooks is going to have to major game, and I don't see it. Randall Cobb, however, will be a touchdown maker in this game, Mr. Cabasa. Write it down. Get your player card out. It's a nice move. And one of the tight ends, either Aikens or Fells, is going to be a touchdown maker. So as such, the Houston Texans do not have a lot of fantasy love. And um, I, I just, I that's just the way it is. I, I, it's 2020. It's the way it is. Um, the New England Patriots, on the other hand, won a pretty exciting game. Cammy Cam Cam, everyone's favorite Cammy Cam Cam. Um, had a decent game. Damian Harris is a nice ball player. The name we spoke about on this program, Jacoby and Myers. Must start this week for Jacoby Myers. Um, none of the tight ends are going to give you any love. James White, as a backup to right now to Damian Harris, is going to score a touchdown, people. It's not going to matter. You're not going to pick him up. I would start Damian Harris. Um, and if I had to, I would start Jacoby Myers. Um, and if you fall in love with Cam Newton last week, you're going to fall in love with, with him this week. You're going to put him in the lineup. First team to 24 wins this game. I'd rather be doing anything else. I'll be watching this ball game. All right. That sounds convincing to me, Big Daddy. Spin the dial. Take us somewhere, Mr. Cabasa. Let's go. Let's get onward and downward with time to spare. We're good on Denver, Miami. Are we good on New York, LA? We're all over Miami, and we're, um, according to the Butcher, we're all over the quarterback for the Chargers as the fantasy plays. We're good. Where are we going next? Do you want to talk more about your Jets getting their first win at the Chargers? No, we already talked gonna, about Okay. Because it's not going to happen. It's all not right. Happen. I hey. don't need it. I, I need to stay happy. I predict a New York Jet win every week. <laughs> <laughs> I should keep doing that. Uh, you guys are going to oh, get the you, first you, pick. V, thank you. Can we move on, please? Let's go on down to Indianapolis <laughs> where the Green Bay Packers are looking good. And the Indianapolis, our defense is looking pretty good, too. And Phillip Rivers, uh, just as soon as you count him out, he comes back on you. Colts Packers, let's talk about it for three minutes of fantasy football ferocity week 11. It's a beautiful thing. No Seven and back. two against... No, no, never. Forward, forward. 72 Packers, one of the surprises of the NFL to me, other people not so much. Indianapolis Colts sitting at 6-3, and three, Mr. Kibasa, and they're doing it with defense. Uh, Darius Leonard came back from his injury. All of a sudden, the Colts' defense is making turnovers, making plays with that man in the lineup. It's been building and building. And last week, Indianapolis was the only team in the National Football League with a defensive touchdown. It's a very interesting combination. We keep saying that uh, Green Bay is going to fall to earth. And Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers just saying, go ahead, Mishy, apologize one more time. Well, Aaron, I'm sorry. And you're the man. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a nice game against a good defense. Um, it's, I don't think we're going to see a mega scoring game here, Mr. Kilbasa, but Aaron Rodgers plus 24 fantasy points. Would that make you happy? Uh, well, I don't know if it'd make me happy because I'm going to start Patrick Mahomes. That's the thing. There's your bench points. There's my bench points. Yeah. I'm not losing a tie this year. No, no. Aaron Rodgers, you got him. You're going to start him. Aaron Jones has been working his way back into the lineup and 
He's going to find a real test against his Indianapolis defense. You got him. You have to start him. And in my in my mind's eye, Aaron Rodgers is a touchdown. Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones is a touchdown maker in this game, and he's going to he's going to grind ninety to one hundred and five yards. Therefore, and forthwith, he's a must start. Um, Devontae Adams is a beast. Mispracticed the game to, um, today with a foot injury, and our uh, favorite hyphenated wide receiver Marquise Valdez Scantling had a major game last week. Is he going to do it again this week? Yes, he is. He's going to need to. Um, you got the kicker Mason Crosby. You like the idea of him kicking in the dome? Touchdowns are winning this game, people. The more more field goals that Mason Crosby uh, kicks the better position Indianapolis is going to be. I think the Packers are scoring 27, 27 or 28 points. Phillip Rivers, he's the one I should be apologizing to, Mr. Kielbasa, don't you think? Yeah, everybody wants Because I to... think he's done all the time, and he keeps just you know winning ball games and um, finding one of those rookie wide receivers to throw touchdowns to. Um, last week, Naheem Hines was the big player in the, in the backfield. This week, no one knows. And that makes my rookie, Jonathan Taylor, um, just an afterthought. And I don't have a lot of faith to which running back is going to step up in this game. Um, Zach Pascal has been nice. Michael Pittman is one of the surprise rookies. If you haven't, for some reason, picked him up and he is still available in your leagues, America, go ahead and press some buttons, please. Um, you don't know who's, who's the tight end is going to be. So my love in for fantasy football wise is Mr. Pittman and the rest is a guess to me. And as a consequence, I think Green Bay is going to put a little bit of a beat down. And like I said, 27, 20, 27, 17. I think the Green Bay Packers are going to handle their business, be eight and two. And Aaron Rodgers, you're the man. That's it. That's it. Spin the dice and get me out of this game, Mr. Kibasa. That's some good fantasy fantasy love right there. Setting them up and knocking them down. Let's keep on keeping on across the middle of the country. Oh, the Vikings. What are we going to do with those Vikings? We don't know what to do with those Vikings because every time they're still four and five. And this time, oh, what are we going to do? With those Dallas Cowboys. Oh, man. I don't know what to do with those. Poor Jerry Jones. Poor, poor, poor Dak Prescott. Poor, you know, you know what, America? You, if you haven't done Three it. Three minutes. You have all your friends around you who are Dallas Cowboy fans. It's doom and gloom. It's the end of the world. Screw you. All right? Screw you guys. You think you sliced bread, and your sliced bread is rotten. In 2020, people crying about this The quarterback got hurt and the whole team sucked. Oh, but are they going to draft the quarterback? No, Dak Prescott is the heart and soul of that team. And even though the redhead Andy Dalton is allegedly coming back this week, I can see this funk continuing for those Dallas Cowboys. Now, fantasy football wise, that's not good because a week ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and ever since Dak Prescott got hurt. There's been no fantasy love whatsoever happening for the Dallas Cowboys. America, Ezekiel Elliott owners, I'm here to tell you, this is Ezekiel Elliott's week to have the best game of the season 
And then, um, quite frankly, I, he might just shut it down. But if you got Ezekiel Elliott, plug him in, start him. C.D. Lamb, you think he's lovely. You think he's nice. He's playing against a bad Minnesota defense. You're absolutely right. Out of all the wide receivers in this game, C.D. Lamb is going to put a little return for your money. Andy Dalton will throw the ball enough to make one of those wide receivers viable because Minnesota's defense is improving, but still not really that good. Um, Cowboys will score 17 points if they're lucky, 20. And that's not enough to beat the um, the Minnesota Vikings, who all of a sudden, Mr. Kilbasa, are healthy, playing a good brand of defense, running the ball very well, and playing better football. Now, how does that translate into fantasy football? Adam Thielen, two touchdowns last week. Justin Jefferson, a, a buck 35 in the air. And Mr. Cousins is getting it done. This week against the Cowboys, Dalvin Cook, the running back, is a must-start. Top five fantasy running back this week. Um, he, you know, both running backs in this game, I'm, I'm really liking a lot. Um, Adam Thielen cannot be stopped in the end zone. Justin Jefferson is a rookie coming in. He's a nice ball player, but I don't have the fantasy love. I am going with Thielen, Cook, and in a pinch, because the Cowboys' defense sucks, I would start Kirk Cousins over a couple other guys. And I think Minnesota is going to take care of their business and well on their way to a 10-win season. What do you think about that? hey Minnesota sitting there. They had like two wins. Now they're about to be 500 and, and get on a little more of a roll. Wow. Minnesota Vikings have won three games in a row. They're going to win four games. The Dallas Cowboys in last place in the NFC East, and it couldn't happen to a better team in a bad division. Because all those three teams, four teams suck. But screw you, Cowboys. Next, spin that dial and get me the heck out. It's going to be cold in Minnesota this weekend. Good. They're playing inside. Yeah, it's a lovely stadium. We can walk there. I got family who lives right around the corner. Yeah. But they're not going to let us in. Yeah. But they're not going to let us in, so too bad. Too bad. We'll go to the hen house, get something to eat. Best place to eat in Minneapolis. And have some drinks, and then you know anything. Let's get out of it. I'm please. getting six eggs. You can get scrambled nice with cheese. Things. I'll tell you what, the Hen House in Minneapolis is one of the best places I've ever had breakfast at in my life. So we can hang there, no problem. And let's go Where to the Sunday next? Nitro. Oh, Revenge City. The Kansas City Chiefs have one blemish on their record, and it came at the hands of John Gruden and the Las Vegas Raiders. (laughs) I feel bad for the Raiders this week because they're going to face a pissed-off and well-rested Kansas City Chiefs offense that's going to make everybody know that that win was a fluke because we're going to talk about it for three minutes right now. Well, as we spoke of Mr. Cabas a little earlier in the program, there's probably half of the start. If, of course, 11 could be cut in half. Six, seven defensive players on the COVID list. They will not be practicing this week. And that is going to be really difficult when it comes to playing the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's, it's fascinating to me. I think the Chiefs, as you said, are going to be primed trying to not lose two games this year to the team from Las Vegas. They don't want that. Um, they don't want that on them. 
Last week, the Raiders, uh, Josh Jacobs, two touchdowns. Devontae Booker may have had the same numbers. This week, they're going to key on them, and they're going to key on them hard. Derek Carr, you picked him up. I know someone personally who picked him up and said he's going to have a great game, and I chuckled and dropped the phone, broke the screen. I was laughing so hard. Was it a two-quarterback league? um, No. The Raiders Raiders have Darren Waller and uh, very little else this week. I would start Darren Waller. Um, You drafted Josh Jacobs. He's on your roster. I know you're going to plug him in. And you're going to be disappointed. Um, I was a little bit, I was a lot bit wrong about the Raiders last week, but I'm not going to be wrong this week. All the love is going to be, as you said, Mr. Kabasa, given to a motivated Kansas City Chiefs game. Um, Patrick Mahomes, do I have to say it? The only, no, I don't. The only question is plus or minus 35 fantasy points for Patrick Mahomes this week, Mr. Kabasa. Plus in a revenge. We're going to see touchdown. We're going to see touchdowns from three kill. The conversation is Sammy Watkins may or may be available, and I'm going to press a button to see if I can't get his injury report for today. Um, Sammy Watkins could return this week. Mercole Hardman is on the COVID list. Um, that's not very good. So I'm not. I'm not going to say anything about starting him. But you have to start to kill. You have to start Mr. Kelsey. You have to start the kicker. You have to start the quarterback. And hyphenated running back Edwards Hilaire will will be the best running back on the field. Le'Veon Bell, just bide your time. You're going to get enough snaps in the blowout. Le'Veon Bell might pr- provide some fantasy value just for the garbage time. And we I don't are know, all man. over. The, don't don't are, don't give me don't subterfuge me into starting well, Le'Veon Bell. This I week. am. I gave you if. And garbage time. If you translate that into I'm putting him in my starting lineup, I don't I don't understand. <laughs> but I don't understand because he's not going to be the prime guy. And you're playing winning fantasy football. You don't take these maybes and put them in your starting lineup. You take when Michi, Kilbasa, and and the champ butcher say this is rock solid, those are the people you start. Kansas is going to kill him. Get me out of Sunday. Get me out of Sunday and get me on down to Monday because there's going to be one game left at that point. And we're heading into and spin that Thanksgiving week. Yes, we are. We're going to have to have a special uh, um, sausage uh, Thanksgiving spectacular, but that's for later. And since Buffalo, Chicago, Giants, and Niners are all on buys. That could only mean that there's two teams left. And that's Monday night, Tampa Bay taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Hopefully this will be a high-flying fantasy football buffet, Mishy. What do you say? Let's talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. The, uh, well, on the butcher block a couple weeks ago, the name Antonio Brown was on the block. And he's been back a couple weeks. Um, Tampa Bay's not playing very good football. And there was a report uh, yesterday or today about Mr. Brown just a few weeks ago throwing his bicycle at the security shed and breaking some sort of video camera. And as, as, as you and I both suggested on this program, he'll be good for a week or two, and he's done. 
Evidently, the NFL didn't know about this incident, nor did the Tampa Bay Buccaneers know about this incident. If Bruce Arians has a shred of respect, he'll look at uh, Mr. Antonio Brown's best man, Tom Brady, and say, Tom Brady, we can't have this. And Tom Brady will cry and complain, and Antonio Brown will be there this week. It's nuts to me, but that's the power of the GOAT. That's all I got. That's the power of the GOAT. In this game, Mr. Kilbasa, the Rams are going to have to execute. They are in a position to be uh, with a win. They are tied for the lead in the NFC West. The Tampa Bay team has fallen behind New Orleans Saints and those high-rising Atlanta Falcons are want to catch them. But Tampa Bay's got a pretty good club. This, should, this is going to be, a, as you said, an should be an entertaining game. You got any feelings about teams from Los Angeles traveling on Monday to play a late game in Tampa? Mm. Will that impact anything in your eyes, Mr. Kobasa? Let's hope everybody gets hyped up. But why would there? Why would you want to get hyped up? Because there's not going to be that many people there. Ah, but hopefully, are there going to be people there at all? I don't. Oh, as as, as this is a joke, everybody. There's no COVID in Florida. Just one <laughs> It's a joke. It's a joke, people. It's a joke. But that's how there's. That's kind of the way we're approaching it right now. And the weather's so nice. You know, if you have a cold this time of year, it might be from the cocaine, not the weather. Oh, Ooh, for Pete's sake. That? All right. I well, I, got, I think this has all the makings of a, a shootout. I, I think you might be right there, Mr. Kielbasa. The, um, the team from Los Angeles, the Rams, Jared Goff continues to amaze and disappoint. Um, I have to stay away from him. Um, last week, it was Daryl Henderson. This week, it's going to be Cam Akers, people. He's sitting on your free agent line. You're not going to pick him up. Just take notes to say the greatness is shining, and Michi told you right here on this program. Robert Woods has been up and down. Cooper Cup has been up and down. I like each of those guys to be fantasy viable in PPR formats. In standard formats, I think Robert Woods is a touchdown maker, and I would put Mr. Woods in my starting lineup. Jared Goff may throw for two. The truth about Garrett, Jared Goff is he will overthrow or underthrow one or two touchdowns in this game. We love the Rams' defense for their ability to put pressure on the quarterback. And Mr. Cabasa, what does Tom Brady not like? Pressure he doesn't like to get knocked down. No, he doesn't like to be made dirty because, you know, doing laundry in his house is, is more lingerie and dry cleaning. Forget that. I think the Rams are going to put enough defense, uh, enough pressure. Rams defense is going to put enough pressure on Tom Brady to make them a top four fantasy play and the only defensive touchdown maker that I'm calling this week is a Rams turnover for touchdown. Wow. Write it down. It's going to be the difference in the ball game. The Rams have a good enough defense to um, to minimize what Tampa Bay is going to try and do. On the flip side, and I know we're running a little long, but these are two good teams, and I'd like to talk about this. On the flip side, Tom Brady's having a decent season. He's not sliced bread anymore. He's kind of old, but he gets the job done. He had a nice game a couple weeks ago. This week, we're going to see the old Tom Brady. Um, Ronald Ronald Jones had the game of his life last week. And Mr. Cabasa, Ronald Jones is a touchdown maker this week. And what happens in the, in the, in the sausage hut every time Ronald Jones scores a touchdown? What happens? Me and Ronald, Ronald Jones. 
He is on fire. And normally, I would say go against it this week, do the opposite. But I'm here to tell you, Ronald Jones has solidified his um, touches, and he's a nice play this week. He's a touchdown maker this week. Leonard Fournette against this particular defense should be on your bench. Mike Evans is banged up. Chris Godwin still coming back from an injury. And I told you right here on, on, I was about to say on these pages, but right here on this program that Antonio Brown is the bad fish and he stinks. And as a consequence, as a consequence, good luck to you starting a Tampa Bay um, um, wide receiver and picking out which one's going to do the business because I was wrong last week about Rob Gronkowski. (laughs) <laughs> said he was not going to get his touch. And we were right three weeks in a row. And that fourth week, he got nothing. Last week was the fifth time we've been paying attention to Mr. Gronkowski. I was wrong. He was right. He's a Hall of Famer. That's cool. This week, Rob Gronkowski is in for a nice game. 80 yards, a touchdown. Going to keep Tampa Bay in this game. And ultimately, I'm here to tell you that the Rams are going to stay at the top of the NFC West. And Tampa Bay is now going to be seven and four mm. and wondering what the heck we did to our locker room when we brought Antonio Brown in. Oh. America, you picked up Antonio Brown. You had those kind of guts. I'm asking you here and now to put him in your starting lineup. And if, when I'm right, you can say sorry, Mish. And when you're right, I'm going to say you got lucky. And that's how it's going down. That's week eleven, Mr. Kobasa. Oh man, I I had I picked him up the first chance I got in my other league, and then I had I was in bye week hell, and I had someone had to go, and I uh, oh wait he's still available. Let me see. I'm gonna pick. Yeah, him. Of course he is, because I'm not the only one who sees this. I can't believe that. I can't believe these guys didn't pick him up. Who should I get rid of uh, here? Wait, do I have two kickers? Uh, I have two sh- kickers, so I, I'm getting well, rid of. You, so your bye week is over. You can go yeah. with one kicker. I, Mr. Cabasa, we put a small wager a little while ago, and it was like a three, four, five hundred dollar wager. I got one for you right now, Mr. Cabasa. I got a weekend in Maui on the beach. Well, I hope it's on Antonio, the beach. Well, well, you know, just just got to clarify because I could <laughs> I could put you I could put you you know a little bit of ways, but I know a little place that I can get. For a week, and I'm going to make this good. Antonio Brown will catch three balls for 42 yards, and this will be his last game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I got to be right on both of them. I wonder how much money he made for playing in three games. Um, it means nothing to me. He's a clown, and he's the cancer in the locker room. And the quicker they cut this out, the better they're going to be. They very may Tampa Bay and Bruce Arians may have lost the offensive locker room with this move, and I'm not kidding. Bad move all the way around. Has not produced the results they wanted, and they wanted results. And here with these new allegations, not allegations, these new stories about Antonio Brown, you know, all his guff about I'm a, I'm a new man for the last year while I was suspended was written by a public relations department, and it's a joke. 
And I can't believe that, uh, an organization like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no matter what Tom Brady wants, would have pulled the trigger on this guy. So you're telling and me he, I should play him over Tyler Lockett, who might he might be well, hurt? Well, Tyler, Tyler Lockett's hurt, so the answer is yes. Mm. Tyler Lockett may or may not play. I would watch that closely. Yeah. But that's Thursday night, no. so mm. oh. that's Thursday night. You, you're going to know you're going to know seven o'clock tomorrow if Lockett's playing. I would start Lockett over Antonio Brown, but that's a gamble on Thursday night because it's a quick week. You got everyone pays attention to these things. You can too. You're playing fantasy, winning fantasy football. I know you're paying extra attention. It's the way it is, man. Oh man, it's a great well, game. Yeah, Tyler Lockett. I mean, if he's healthy, he's definitely playing over Antonio Brown. Well, and that'll be, you know, that's a game time decision for Thursday night football. But I got to take him. I got to take him out just in case I forget. I got to take Tyler Lockett out in case I forget. But I got Brandon Cooks in there, too. Now you're playing possum. Okay. Now I'm playing possum. Now you're playing possum. And now now should I I start Roethlisberger over Brady? That is the question. Roethlisberger over Brady? Yeah. Um, I think I don't think either guy is going to get more than 18 fantasy points. You might want to go down the road and find uh, Jake Luton in uh, Jake straight for to the Luton. upset of the year. Okay, Mishy, <laughs> I got I got to pick up a defense. I got Colts, Rams, Giants, Bills, Washington, Seahawks. Well, you know, we just um, if I'm not mistaken, we just called the Rams defense for a defensive touchdown. Yeah. And the Colts is a nice. The Colts are a nice play um, with the linebacker coming in. It gives them a whole new dynamic. And but they're playing um, Green you, Bay. And, but they're playing Green Bay. So in this instance, um, I'm going to go with our feelings that the Rams are going to score a defensive touchdown, and I would plug them in and, and play them very happily. But you just said TB is going to be going off. Did I? I didn't say that. You said it was, we were going to have the old Tom Brady this week. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. We're going to have an old Tom Brady. Oh, I thought you meant the old Tom Brady, like the old angry goat Tom Brady. No, like the old guy who's going to be like crippled. Oh, I misunderstood your old. That's funny. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of ways to take it. There's a lot of ways to take it. There's two ways to take it. And I, I appreciate the clarification because I know half of America are like scribbling out that crayon right now. Because perhaps I misspoke. Perhaps I could have been more clear. Apologize. No, Apologies, you said it y'all. right. I missed. I. I. It's. It's funny that they could have been taken two different ways. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing, thing, as Mishy likes it's to say thing. when he doesn't it's know a beautiful what to thing. say. You know what I'm going to do though? Well. <laughs> I'm going to say you can stuff the Los Angeles Ram defense, and I'm going to take the freaking Washington football team because Cincinnati is going to fall on their face. That's what I'm saying. You you know what? You're really going to, you know, tempt some fate here. Um, Cincinnati's beating Washington. But you do what you think is right. You're playing winning fantasy football. And that's the fun of it. America, everyone listening, they're doing the same thing. And it just so happens I'm America's commissioner and a champion. And you can do what you want to do, Mr. Cabasa. That's all I want to tell you. You can do what you want to do. And you can say what you want to say. But do in the you end, what you I'm do. Einstein. I'm Einstein. Indeed. Can I tell you what? Where um, are Einstein? (laughs) I have a. uh, I I I saw something for you there, Mr. Einstein. There's a bobblehead in your future. Oh yeah. And yeah, and it's on its way to my house, so it could be on its way to your house. It's really cool. The Einstein bobblehead. 
So when you, I would love for you to have it this weekend with your quarterback selections, with your defensive selections, with your Antonio Brown selections. You could top that bobblehead and go dang, 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 relativity because you're losing this week with that lineup. You're calling out, kid. That's what I'm here to tell you. Should I keep the Bears or should I get rid of DJ Chark? That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. No, 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 no. DJ Chark had one good game all year, two good games. DJ, he has not had a good season, but he is required to play better football and he's grown a little bit more healthy. I would keep him on my line. I keep him on my roster. Mr. Cabasa. Should, really should I stop burning a uh, lineup spot on Sammy Watkins? Um, considering he hasn't played in a number of weeks, the answer is yes. Oh, and Jamichael hasty. I should get rid of, but he's, I can just sit him on the IR. So I'm going to take advantage. No, of that he's on. Listen, Mr. Hasty's on a bye week. Brita is coming, not Brita. Um, they got him on the IR, though. Who's that running back who just, who's always hurt? I just, Mostert, Mostert. Mostert is coming back for the next game after, you know, after this. Um, week 12, um, Tevin Coleman supposedly coming back, and Mr. Hastie's going to be a non-issue. You can, you can say goodbye to him. Yep. Say goodbye. Say goodbye to him. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. And you don't need two kickers. I don't know why you in the world anyone – because you were on a bye week. I don't have two kickers. Make, oh, I thought you said you had two kickers. I have two defenses. Ah, I see. What defenses you loading on there well, right I now? I just Mr. picked Kibasa. up the Rams. I just picked up the Rams. <laughs> see, there you go. And so I got now, the Mr. Bears too. I got the Rams and the Bears. Well, that's all right. That's not you. Got some sacks. The thing about the Rams, defense, but I gotta have a little. Wait, how many guys on the bench? One, two, three, four, five. I got five guys on the bench. Is it five guys Perfect. on the bench? That's the PSL paid. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay, so I'm good with one extra available roster position. Or no, I've got two guys. Got... I got two guys on IR. There you go. There you oh, go. Oh wait, no, but it's six guys on the bench counting the uh, the the Bears. I'm getting rid of DJ Shark. I don't need him. I've yeah, got Julio you know Jones and Chase Claypool and Amari Cooper who's sitting on the bench and Julian Edelman who's on the IR. I don't need fucking. I don't need DJ Chark. He was just a uh, band aid for. And he bi- was a man. He's bi- one. Band-Aid. He's on. He's on the list of underperforming players for 2020. There's no question. There's no question. There's no question. No question. But I just gotta. <laughs> if I have Chiefs on my team, I just gotta keep them on my team to keep them away from you, fucking Cobras. <laughs> Listen, they're a high scoring team. They got talent. You take those skilled players where you can find them. And Sammy Watkins is in a position to help someone down the line. But, um, again, until it's clarified and he's back in the starting lineup, you know, he's a 50-50 play at best when he is in the starting lineup. So, you you know, you make your choices, you move on. You're winning. You have the opportunity to have a little more fun than, say, someone like the champ, Butcher, or myself who's scuffling. And that's gee, that's part of fantasy football too. I've been on that side of the block. Now I gotta, now I gotta tighten, tighten things up and righten the ship, or else, you know, Michi's gonna be one set, you know, America's commissioner. There's no question. There's no question. All right, Michi. Like that puts a big fat bow on week eleven. Thank you for your. Michi, Michi.
sage advice we should all be taking across America and across the slate of NFL games this week. Hopefully it's not the last week, but let's try to get this one in. Next thing you know, after Thanksgiving, even more people are going to be sick. Wear a fucking mask. And listen to this awesome Let's keep ourselves healthy. We'll be good to ourselves. We'll be good to the people who are around. We will get through this, and we will get through this together. And to all my friends who are listening to this program and winning thousands and thousands of dollars a week, Thank you for sending me the one dollar donation. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. Appreciate you. And thank you. I hope you eat more than three pies over the next week, even though you say you're not gonna, Michi. That'll wrap it up, fantasy football ferocity week eleven. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa Rocks on Instagram. I talk about something on a big radio station somewhere in America. Maybe you can find it yourself. But uh, till then, don't go anywhere. Happy scouting. Don't go anywhere for Thanksgiving. Buy a kit so you can deep fry your turkey because there's no joy better at Thanksgiving than deep frying a turkey. Make some seven layer salad and get a a couple growlers of some really thick beer. Sit your ass down in the chair and watch TV. Later. I don't know about you, but I watch football on Thanksgiving, Mr. Kabasa.